Hey, what's going on? It's Anthony Dean, and you're listening to Change the Game Podcast for Friday, December 18th, 2020. What's going on? How are you guys? I know if you listened to the last episode, which was NFL Week 15, I said that I was going to do an episode right after about the UFC or later on in that day. Things happened, and I was planning on releasing it really early this morning before the Mandalorian season two came out, but that didn't happen. And to be honest, I'm glad it didn't. We will have UFC up for you. Uh, If not tomorrow, Sunday or Monday, we are going to get UFC will be the next episode uh, up. And then at right after that, we're going to have the NBA preview, but there is no way we could talk about anything else. But the Mandalorian season two, the finale. Um, right now it is five ten a.m. Central Time. I'm wide awake. Um, it is my birthday, December eighteenth, and this day is the greatest day of the year. And it's not because it's my birthday. You know that that's part of it, but the real reason is this season finale. So let me start this off by saying, right now, if you haven't seen any of the episodes of the Mandalorian. Shut this thing off right now if you care about spoilers. If you have seen some of them, but you have not seen the season finale, shut this thing off right now and go watch all the episodes you haven't watched, including the finale. Uh, If you haven't seen the finale, turn off your internet. Don't check Twitter. Nothing. Don't go on social media. Watch this episode. With that, that is the official spoiler alert. Literally within the next 20 seconds, I'm going to be talking about the finale. Okay, that's the spoiler warning. I think I've said it enough. We're two minutes into the episode. Let's get with it. I mean, what a season finale. I just have to say that Peyton Reed deserves so much credit. Now, this was the same person who directed the second episode of of this season and a lot of people were concerned about it he's a marvel guy a lot of people were concerned because that was the filler episode it was definitely the worst episode of the season but peyton reed this was a grand salami bottom of the ninth walk-off grand salami type episode this was everything i could have asked for and much much more this brought me to tears this episode really brought me to tears Not only was I watching it, I had on my computer, I had the live stream of Star Wars Theory. And shout out to Star Wars Theory. He's been doing these live streams. He did it for the Clone Wars episodes all the way back when those were premiering live. And then he did watch parties for all the Star Wars movies, uh, the original six. Uh, And those were all really fun. But this, and he did a watch party episode for every Mandalorian episode premiere. And I got to experience it with him and his emotion. It got me going. And... Like, let's just talk about that ending. I mean, it looks like everything is over with. Those dark troopers are going to get them, and you see one X-Wing come through. And, um, you know, Kara Dern says, oh, it's just one X-Wing? Gee, one X-Wing. And and I just, I saw that one X-Wing, and it took about a couple seconds, and I'm like, oh, no way. And... Like, there was a part of my mind who thought, well, is Luke Skywalker really going to show up? Is he going to show up? It would make the most sense, but I just don't think it's going to happen. It'll probably be um, 
Cal from uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. That's who, you know, I figured they would do, but I just didn't know if they were going to do Luke. It was the most risky decision. How were you going to do Luke Skywalker when Mark Hamill is 70 years old? It's one X-Wing. It has to, I'm thinking it has to be Luke, and you see the shadow, and they zoom in on the green lightsaber, and you see the gloved hand, and it's just like tears were uh, quickly flowing down, and this just, like, Star Wars Theory said it best, it, it made me feel like a six-year-old kid being introduced to the Star Wars movies by my dad and Luke Skywalker uh, right before I got to see my first Star Wars movie in the theaters that was Attack of the Clones all the way back in 2002. Um, like, it just takes me back. And then Luke just, we finally get to see Luke at the peak of his powers. Um, really, if you look at Luke and Return of the Jedi, it's kind of like Anakin in Attack of the Clones, where this Luke was like Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. And it was so Luke with some elements of Anakin uh, brushed in there. And then just the the cinematography, the, the parallels between the Luke scene and the Vader hallway scene in Rogue One. Like, if, if Vader's uh, Rogue One scene is a 13, then this is a 12, I would say, out of 10. I mean, that's how awesome this was. Um, Luke Skywalker is not my favorite Star Wars character, but I love Star Wars so much that people that aren't even in my top 10 I love. Luke is about my sixth, he was my sixth favorite on my rankings that I did. Uh, just below Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you, you could flip it anyway, but I understand why a lot of people would cry over this, and a lot of it had to do with finally they redeemed Luke. Now listen, if you like the st- the sequel movies, that's okay. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be that guy to tell you you're not a real Star Wars fan. I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. You can like what you like. That's fine. Because if I were to do that, that's the same thing that people did for years Uh, to people like me who enjoyed the prequels and think they're really good movies and uh they stand up toe-to-toe with the original trilogy so you know that's but the last jedi it kind of it was a big slap in the face to the character of luke skywalker and even though he wasn't my favorite character from six years old i understood the impact that luke skywalker had on star wars how important he was anakin's always been my favorite so naturally, I'm going to have to love Luke Skywalker too. It's his dang son. And just the way that they portrayed Luke, you know, I know a lot of people made a lot of theories about Luke coming back, but I just, there was just something in the back of my mind that said that's not happening. And to see that just, I mean, like, like this whole Mandalorian season really just, there were so many beautiful things about it from start to finish that i just loved um you know all the way from the first episode seeing boba fett's armor and realizing it's not boba fett mando getting the armor and then right at the end of the episode you see tamora morrison turn around and you're like oh my god that's boba fett so you knew boba fett was legitimately back i mean and then you go on to the the second episode which is definitely filler and it was a little disappointing but you know there was entertainment in there, and uh, Baby Yoda, or Grogu as he's known, was adorable in that episode. And then, you move on to Chapter 3, he meets the other Mandalorians, including, how about, shout out to uh, my favorite wrestler currently, Sasha Banks. Uh, 
in the Mandalorian. And, you know, we, we see Bo-Katan on screen. And Bo-Katan looked just like exactly how I imagined Bo-Katan would look in real life. And, I mean, there's just... Like, Sasha Banks is a Mandalorian. Like, how awesome is that? You go to the fourth episode. And, by the way, you got to give a big shout-out to every director who was in here. Season four had the return of Cara Dune, uh, <clears throat> Cara Dune and Grief Karga. Of course, Grief Karga played by my main man, Carl Weathers. And this isn't a slight to Carl Weathers, but for me, Carl Weathers will always be Apollo Creed. Now, that is because not only did I grow up with the Star Wars movies... The first franchise that I fell in love with and was introduced to was the Rocky franchise. And my favorite character from the Rocky franchise ended up becoming Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed is near and dear to my heart. Um, The Yankees logo with uh, the Uncle Sam hat. That ain't the Uncle Sam hat, my G. That is the Apollo Creed logo. Uh, When I see that hat, I think of Apollo Creed. And Carl Weathers, I think of Apollo Creed too, seeing him direct an episode in star wars and him being in star wars is awesome and he did a phenomenal job directing i hope they give him another episode in the next season um that was another great episode and just seeing him do that that was you know apollo creed in star wars like who would have known and then you had the fifth episode the jedi ahsoka tano on screen i mean that's as good of a Black Friday as you're going to get. Ahsoka Tano on screen for the first time. Just like unreal. She looked perfect. Rosario Dawson did a phenomenal job as Ahsoka. And I mean, I, I just... <sighs> Dave Filoni directed that episode. And of course he did. He did a phenomenal job. And I have to give credit to Bryce Dallas Harper. Or sorry, Bryce Dallas Howard for chapter three. And introducing the Mandalorians in there. Jon Favreau did a phenomenal job with the first episode. And then you move on to the sixth episode. Now we see Boba Fett. And Boba Fett gets his armor. And like that scene right before he gets the armor. He's taking out those stormtroopers. Like those were savage kills. Like Boba Fett. And then he got the armor. And listen. Like Robert Rodriguez. Shout out to him for directing this. And Jon Favreau wrote it. And. I mean, this was just, like, we finally got to see Boba Fett, like, what Boba Fett was in the books and the comics. The reason why I always scoffed at people who said, oh, Boba Fett's by far the most overrated Star Wars character. That is just complete blasphemy. I hate when people say that because Boba Fett is freaking awesome. Uh, and honestly, a lot of it is, yeah, because of the, uh, what's, you know, technically not canon anymore but all the legends material with the comics and the books like i read so much boba fett stuff he's you know he's one of my favorite characters too he's like my fourth favorite character in star wars so seeing him on screen was just unreal to see like it just blew my mind seeing him and then the second to last episode of course the believer bill burr is back and they really made uh, Mayfield's character really good. I hope Mayfield's character gets a spinoff show. Listen, um, Bill Burr is one of my favorite comedians. Um, his podcast, the Monday Morning Podcast, is my favorite podcast. I listen to it a lot. Uh, so seeing Bill Burr in it again was great, and it was great that it wasn't just comedic relief this time. 
Because part of the reason why I liked this episode so much in the first season is because it's Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. That's my guy. But that was a filler episode. This one was not really filler as much. And Bill Burr was still funny. But he had a great scene. He showed his acting chops. And, you know, Bill Burr isn't the type of dude to brag about. But he is a really good actor. And he showed it there. I really hope he gets a spinoff show. It's so funny seeing a guy like Bill Burr who made fun of nerds, uh, Star Wars fans, and now he's in Star Wars. And not that he, uh, not to say that Bill Burr hated nerds or anything, but he hated the the dumb nerds, the uh, like the annoying ones. And, and I get that. There are a lot of annoying Star Wars fans. Don't get me wrong. Um, and how about Grogu? I like the name Grogu. Uh, some people I heard don't like it as much. I think it's adorable, and it kind of reminds me of the Pokemon Grookey. Uh, so I'm all for Grogu. I think it's awesome. And then, of course, the finale, chapter 16, the eighth episode of the second season. Like, I, I, there's nothing better they could have done with this episode. Oh, how about, by the way, in that uh, second to last episode, how about them bringing back the seismic charges uh, sound effect? The boom! Like, oh, man. With the sound shutting off before that, like, just perfection. And, yeah. No, I mean, listen, the last episode was just perfect. I think a lot of people have summed it up. It's Star Wars is back. Um, It turned me into a six-year-old kid again. And, you know, having tears of, like, joy in movies I haven't had. Like, I can't really think. Because the last times I've cried for, like, movies and shows, it's all been sad. It's been Iron Man dying. It's been... Uh, Woody and Buzz, uh, you know, saying their goodbyes to each other. That that scene hit me. I know a lot of people don't like Toy Story four, but that you can't you can't uh, tell me you have a heart if you didn't think that ending was emotional. Um, the ending of the Clone Wars, you know, with Ahsoka standing with all the the troopers' helmets, like that was a emotionally sad moment. And then Vader, uh, you know, cutting to the Vader grabbing the lightsaber and looking up as if all hope is lost. He feels like he lost Ahsoka. Um, that was emotionally more of a sad emotional moment and beautiful in the same way, but this was just completely different. This was, you know, this was Disney and, you know, Star Wars making up for almost ruining Luke Skywalker's character. And Luke Skywalker is the most important character in the history of Star Wars. He just is. A lot of people grew up worshiping him as their idol um you know i was never i know a lot of people were emotional too because i i've heard a lot of people say they got bullied for being star wars fans i think that's terrible uh i know people who were bullied for being star wars fans i was never one of them i was just never a person who got bullied i i'm just i was lucky in that sense uh being that i was i guess uh an athlete too i wasn't really the bully target and i had a naturally good disposition as well um you know and i can fight too so that that helps too but so i've never really been bullied for any of that stuff i mean i would have if people knew in middle school i played pokemon because me and my friend used to play and we used to keep that a secret but like that was the only thing i never uh hid the fact of being a star wars fan i think a lot of people were star wars fans but i don't know i think it was just i think if I grew up 
maybe like 10 years earlier, it might have happened. I don't know. But it didn't happen to me. I feel bad that people do get bullied for stuff like that. It's terrible. Um, you should like what you want. Uh, people who bully people for liking Star Wars are just like, you guys, I don't know like what you're doing with your life. But like, like stop it, man. Like, this stuff is awesome. Star Wars, Pokemon, like Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball. Um, all that fictional stuff is great and sports are great too you can like both of that stuff why not listen i love star wars and basketball almost just as much man and and you know i was crying tears of joy too because 2020 has just been it's been a rough year for everybody but you know it's just this brought me back to a time um you know because seeing luke do stuff that anakin did in revenge of the sith it also brought me back to 2005 it was the best star wars since 05 and 05 was revenge of the sith uh either my favorite or second favorite movie of all time i go back and forth on it with the dark knight all the time but it's my favorite star wars movie and it's the best star wars movie and this was the best star wars since then and you know in 2005 i saw revenge of the sith in theaters like five or six times and I got to see it with my dad, um, you know, and he, he ended up dying less than a year later. And so, like, that's a that's a memory I always have of uh, getting to go to the theaters with him to see that. I'm pretty sure that was one of the last movies, if not the last. We saw it together as a, a family in theaters. So, you know, stuff like that just brings emotion to me. And I know everybody feels uh, this emotion differently with Star Wars. That's what I think is beautiful about it. That's why I love uh theories uh live streams that he does i think it's great to bring the fans together and just have positive uh reactions like that um you know it's just like you know cried like a little kid i mean it was just it was unbelievable and it was like star wars uh filoni favreau they couldn't have given me a better birthday gift man i just i'm not sleeping tonight like i can tell you right now that after after this, after I'm done with this episode, I'm going to hit the workout. I'm going to hit the bag, uh, get this workout in. Um, you know, like I'm just, I'm so awake right now. Like I got so much energy. I'm going to try to get some sleep before I got to go to work. But I mean, I don't know how I'm going to get any sleep, to be honest. This has just been unreal. And, it, you know, 2020 has been a hard year uh, for all of us, right? And, you know. I think I've had it easier than a lot of people at the same time, you know, the stuff has happened to me that, that really affected me, you know, like, you know, listen, man, I never met him, but Kobe Bryant dying was like that, that was a huge deal. Like that guy was my, that guy was my idol. That was my father figure after my, my own father passed away. And then, you know, just so many other things happened and it's just been a wild, wild year. Uh, to see something good like this and to see Star Wars reviv- uh, revived, I should say. And then, not only that, on top of the news, Hayden Christensen is officially back as Darth Vader. I mean, how awesome is that? We're going to get flashback scenes of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Probably flashback scenes of Anakin with Order 66. I mean, the possibilities are endless. A rematch between Anakin and Obi-Wan, like just that alone. Like, And then you got the Ahsoka show, the Bad Batch. I mean, and then not not to mention that there's other uh, all the other shows that they announced for the other franchises. Uh, there's more Star Wars stuff too. How about the ending of this episode? The book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett comes in and just nukes everyone out of there and kills 
uh, Bib Fortune. Apparently, in the credits, they credited Bib Fortune. He that was Bib Fortune, fat as hell for whatever reason, but killed him, and ends with Boba Fett on the throne. He's gonna rule the underworld. I mean, how awesome is that show gonna be? So in December 2021, it looks like we're gonna get Mandalorian season three and the book of Boba Fett. Like, how amazing is that? Like, you just can't ask for a better finale to. Uh, a season of a show like this is just i've been blown away with how great of a job they did with the mandalorian bringing back boba fett and really just showing how great of a character he was um yeah i'm it, it's kind of like i'm at a loss for words right now this isn't going to be a super super long podcast tonight probably about 30 minutes i mean it's it's possible that we go over that but, I mean, this is just something I had to do when I saw this episode. I had to do a review of this because we're going to do more Star Wars episodes. We are going to do much more. I'm going to uh, break down this even more. I'm going to give predictions for a bunch of other shows uh, in the Star Wars community. But really, like this season of The Mandalorian was, and I really liked the first season. Don't get me wrong, but this was worlds better than the first season there was one episode i really didn't enjoy that much and it was the second one because it was largely filler i loved every other episode i really did they all had terrific moments um my girl sasha banks in there boba fett luke skywalker (sighs) plus all the characters from the first season getting more and more developed we learned grogu's name ahsoka tano the dark troopers were awesome. Moff Gideon was phenomenal as a villain. Um, he, the, the the guy who plays him also plays Gustavo Fring, which is, you know, he it, it was born to play him. He was born to play him. Giancarlo Esposito, he was born to play a villain. Uh, you wouldn't think a guy of his stature would be a villain, but, man, he does Gustavo phenomenally in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, and he does a phenomenal job playing Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian. Um, it's just, it really is unreal. The type of just star Wars we got in this season, man, this was a star Wars type season. Like the first season of Mandalorian, why a lot of people liked it is because it wasn't really star Wars. There wasn't a lot of this, you know, stuff, but you had a, you knew you had a force user that was the child. And this season was just all Star Wars. You know, a lot of prequel elements uh, seeped into there. And I think they're really bringing back the franchise. Like, Star Wars is back. Listen, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Star Wars is the number one film franchise. When Star Wars is right, Star Wars destroys Marvel. I don't care what anybody says. And listen, Marvel's got it coming right now. They got the Fantastic Four coming. And the X-Men coming to link up with the Avengers. Like, it's going to be awesome. Don't get me wrong. DC is coming strong, too. Right? That Wonder Woman movie is going to be phenomenal on Christmas Day. I can't wait to watch it. But, listen. When Star Wars is right, nothing competes with it. I'm sorry. It doesn't. There's only one movie in my eyes that competes with Revenge of the Sith. And that's that's Star Wars done perfect, basically. And that would be The Dark Knight which is Batman done perfect. And the thing is, though, that's like a one-off. That's a one-off universe. That's not even really like um, comic book Batman. There's comic book elements of Batman, but it's a little different. 
But yeah, when Star Wars is done right, it's unbeatable. It's the best movie franchise in in my opinion, and really, it's the most important movie franchise uh, because it opened the door for everything. Without Star Wars, you know, without even without like someone like Jar Jar Binks, without that technology being used in the Phantom Menace, there is no Thanos for Endgame and Infinity War. There is no Thanos. So all those people who love marvel so much like marvel don't hold a candle to star wars i'm sorry it it just doesn't it really just doesn't and and like (laughs) it's just it's crazy to think like how far star wars has come uh you have a character like luke skywalker who in a couple minutes was just completely redeemed uh and i know a lot of people cried more than i did because like luke skywalker isn't my favorite character he wasn't my number one hero growing up. He, he just wasn't. Um, but seeing him still, I remember being a kid watching those movies for the first time, the original movies on the VHS. Um, I remember watching Luke and loving Luke and Vader. Um, all these characters, man. I've just been a Star Wars fan basically my whole life. And just seeing these characters, uh, the new characters, and some of the classic characters done right, it's just... Uh, done wonders for my heart um this season of the mandalorian i couldn't have asked for anything more from them um it's a long wait christmas day 2021 is when we get the first episode of season three it's a long wait no doubt about it but it'll be worth the wait i can promise you that i know it's going to be worth the wait i just man how about like the dark troopers they were amazing like they they destroyed mando within seconds and then it looks like everything's over and of course luke skywalker just the moves that he used this was peak of his power luke freaking skywalker uh how they call aaron Rodgers, aaron bleeping rogers that's luke bleeping skywalker that that's who that was um in his own right the goat himself coming through because he is a goat no doubt about it and he showed it in just a couple minutes and yeah, I just, it, it's, I'm really at a loss for words. And I'm a person who talks a lot. But it's hard to really come up with how, it, it's hard to explain how amazing this episode is and this show and just, like Star Wars in general is back, man. Hayden Christensen's back as Darth Vader. Like it's back to the good old days, man. On people who are, and I've talked to people who are like, oh, I don't know, we'll see. Like, okay, whatever, screw you honestly like i don't have time for hayden haters i'm a hayden stan through and through that's my dude uh, i'm gonna ride with him all day and like listen if you don't like hayden you're mad that he's on well whatever i'm glad you're mad i'm glad those haters are mad i hope you're steaming that hayden's back because there's nothing you can do about it and if you're happy you and mcgregor's back you and mcgregor wouldn't have wanted anyone else to play vader but hayden christensen He's excited to work with him again. Like, there, there's going to be a rematch. That's going to be awesome. I know it might kind of ruin the continuity of A New Hope, but I think it'll still work, and I want to see a rematch. I do. Like, I... Oh, man, Star Wars is back. Star Wars is back. Luke Skywalker is back. Now we have... Like, I'm wondering, are they going to have just the Mandalorian Season 3 is going to cut between, you know, Mando and Bo-Katan taking over Mandalore and then cutting between luke and grogu and building his jedi temple um building the new jedi temple listen it's about 20 years before kylo ren destroys 
the Jedi Temple. So a lot can happen in 20 years. And so I really am hoping that Mandalorian Season 3 is like focused on the Mandalorians. Maybe some Fett in there. Um, and really, like, I want to see Mando wielding that Darksaber. Because he, he had it for a little bit. And boy, he's that that's badass with uh, Mando with that Darksaber. I really want to see that. And then, of course... We got to see the Luke Skywalker Grogu show. Luke training Grogu and building uh, the new Jedi Temple. That's the plan, I think, at least. I, I would think that would be the plan is to make that a separate show. Maybe they're going to have that in Season 3. I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do. And then I'm sure eventually Mando and Grogu are going to meet up again because their stories are just so intertwined. So I, I do think that, again, we'll see them interact again. And, and seeing Mando pull off his helmet, uh, kind of paralleling the way Darth Vader pulled off his helmet to see Luke with his own eyes the same way he wanted to see Grogu with his own eyes, basically like his son. And like just a beautiful moment, a beautiful ending to a just a phenomenal show. Not that the show is ending, but this season of the show. And really basically a book, uh, if you will, because now... We're, they're going off on their separate journeys right now so it's there's a lot of great things in Star Wars right now like it, it is it could not be a better time to be a Star Wars fan I remember the last Star Wars episode I did was all the way back in May uh, May the 5th Revenge of the 5th I ranked all the Star Wars movies and the episode before that was on May 4th May the 4th be with you and that was where I talked about the Clone Wars finale so this one um, the Mandalorian season two finale, just unreal. Um, like I just, there's really no more words to put than just that, that a phenomenal ending to a phenomenal show. Not that the show is ending again, but the season of this show and just couldn't be a better time to be a star Wars fan. And unfortunately that is all the time we're going to have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this episode and all the other episodes are available on www.seethegame.com and also on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, next episodes, uh, we're doing uh, UFC. We're talking about all that UFC from this past weekend. Don't worry. I'm getting into maybe the fight of the year. I have to talk about that as well. And then, of course, before the NBA season Opens up on December 22nd. We are doing an official NBA season preview. Uh, so look out for that. And then before Christmas, maybe on Christmas Eve, I'll release this one. Uh, I'm going to rank all of the Christmas movies. Uh, I still haven't decided how many I'm going to do. It's either going to be top 15 or top 25. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have... It's probably going to be 25 because I have a lot of Christmas movies I really like. So I want to talk about all my favorite Christmas movies too. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the plan, and then we still want to do top 50 projects of the decade, even though we're almost in the uh, through the first year of the new decade. I do still want to do the previous decade, and then we will do talk about albums of the year, of course, eventually. And music-wise, before we do that, projects of the decade, uh, the the first music episode we are gonna do is gonna be all about Kid Cudi and the Man on the Moon trilogy, because of course. Another great thing that happened recently was Man on the Moon 3 coming out. So we are going to be talking about that as well. So we have a lot of content coming up within just the next couple weeks. So keep checking us out. Once again, we are available on Spotify and iTunes. And of course, really check us out on www.seethegame.com. Thanks for checking us out, guys.